from Wish TV and the All Indiana Podcast Network. This is the News 8 Daily 8 Podcast with Wish TV's Kylie Conway. A Wish TV News 8 update. Hi, this is Kylie Conway, and this is your News 8 Daily 8 for Tuesday, May 3rd. All right, it's going to be a wet Tuesday. Uh, On and off showers all throughout the day, possible storms as well. Possibility for isolated stronger storms, mainly south and east of Indianapolis. Uh, marginal risk for places southern and eastern portions of central Indiana. Higher risk for severe weather sits on the southeastern parts of Indiana. Main threats are damaging winds and hail. Also could be some isolated flooding. Highs are going to rise into the low to mid-70s. Three people are dead after two overnight shootings. One shooting happened in the 3400 block of Caroline Avenue. Police found three victims in a vehicle. So this is near North Keystone Avenue and East 34th Street. Two people were pronounced dead there at the scene. The other was taken to a hospital in critical condition. All three victims were men. Police say given how many calls they got about the shots fired, they're confident someone saw or heard something. If you did, IMPD wants you to call. Earlier this week, I gave uh, gave uh, uh, reporters information in regards to the number of homicide arrests we've made. We stated that with those homicide arrests, that the reason why detectives are able to prosecute, hold those accountable, was based off of information that we received from the community. I believe there was a total of four homicide arrests on last week. All of those were significant because we gained information from the community. And that's what led to those arrests. Now, an hour before that shooting, officers found a man who'd been shot to death near the northeast side. Police say they found the man dead in a car near the Phillips 66 gas station at 25th and Sherman just before 2. Investigators think the suspect fired at the victim as he was trying to get away. Now police are looking for any surveillance video in that area. So far, no word on what led to the shooting or any information about a suspect. Now to a stunning breach of Supreme Court confidentiality. A leaked draft opinion suggests justices could be poised to overturn Roe v. Wade. Crowds gathered outside the Supreme Court in Washington, D.C., at one point yelling abortion rights are under attack and packed the courts. Politico released the draft in a case challenging Mississippi's ban on abortion after 15 weeks. It's signed by Justice Samuel Alito. It states there is no constitutional right to abortion services. It also allows individual states to more heavily regulate or outright ban the procedure. It's not clear if the draft represents the court's final word. Opinions can change during the drafting process. The court is set to rule on the case in late June or early July. There is strong reaction from both sides of the debate. The report has been met with both support and criticism. Planned Parenthood calls the report outrageous and unprecedented in a tweet. According to a New York Times report, the Center for Reproductive Rights says Indiana is one of 24 states that will likely ban abortion if allowed. Earlier this year, Indiana's Republican-dominated legislature decided to hold off on anti-abortion reform. Lawmakers said they didn't want to take up new Indiana restrictions until knowing how far they can go under the Supreme Court. Indiana law generally bans abortions after 20 weeks of pregnancy. The state health department says 99% of abortions in Indiana happen at 13 weeks or earlier. Republicans have adopted numerous abortion restrictions over the past decade. Several were later blocked by court challenges, including a law adopted last year aimed at requiring doctors to tell women undergoing drug-induced abortions about a reversal treatment. The Indiana nonprofit Right to Life applauds a possible change, stating, rather than judges handing down decisions about unborn life, Hoosiers will have the chance to come together to demonstrate our value for life and commitment that every person deserves to be born. 
The group Women's March is now calling on abortion rights activists to protest at federal courthouses all across the country tonight at 5 o'clock. The polls are now open for Indiana's primary election. The Secretary of State's office says more than 155,000 people have already cast absentee ballots. Polls will be open until 6 o'clock tonight. In Marion County, there are 181 voting center locations. Registered voters can cast ballots at any of those centers. You do need a government-issued photo ID to vote. You can also mail in your ballot, but those are due at noon today. Statewide, if you have any questions, you can call the toll-free Who's Your Vote hotline. That number is one 866-IN-1-VOTE. So far, the Marion County Clerk's Office says almost 10,400 people have voted early in person and another nearly 4,500 mailed-in ballots. That's more than double the amount of people who voted early in 2018 and almost four times the amount of early voters in 2014. Last primary, the Clerk's Office says voter turnout was around 15%, so they're hoping to see more people today. If you're planning to vote today, we have a link to help you find those voting centers on our website, wishtv.com. Just look for this story. And we're watching the race for Marion County clerk closely. It's marked by infighting among Democrats. The winner will likely oversee Marion County's elections. Former state senator Billy Bro is running against county recorder Kate Sweeney Bell. Bell is the local party chair and has the party endorsement. Critics consider that a conflict of interest, and it's a main reason Burrow is running. Bell has said she will resign as party chair if she wins today. Two congressional district elections have gained national attention. In the first district in northwest Indiana, seven Republicans are vying for a chance to oust Democratic Representative Frank Mervan in November. Republicans Jennifer Ruth Green and Blair Milo are considered frontrunners. Milo, a Navy veteran, is the former mayor of LaPorte. Ruth Green, an Air Force veteran, runs an aviation-focused nonprofit for at-risk youth. The state's only open congressional seat is in southern Indiana, the 9th District. Nine Republican candidates and three Democrats want to replace Republican Trey Hollingsworth, who's retiring from the House. Former State Senator Aaron Houchin and former U.S. Representative Mike Sodrell are considered the frontrunners there. The winner of today's primary will likely win the general election based on the conservative nature of that district. With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash acquire. That's linkedin.com slash acquire. Terms and conditions apply. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. To Hamilton County, longtime Republican prosecutor Lee Buckingham is facing fellow Republican Greg Garrison. Incumbent Lee Buckingham has worked in the prosecutor's office since 1995 and has held the top job since 2011. Garrison is supported by former Vice President and Indiana Governor Mike Pence. Buckingham says Hamilton County's low crime rate is proof of his success. He says the key is to work closely with law enforcement to build cases carefully and hold people accountable for the crimes they commit. 
I'm the only candidate who's ever had anything to do with the Hamilton County criminal justice system. Um, I've been involved, uh, integrally involved in the Hamilton County criminal justice system for the last 27 years. I've served as the elected prosecutor for 11 years. During that tenure, I have uh, maintained uh, an effective and efficient office. We've convicted every uh, serious crime that we've been presented. Garrison is a former Marion County deputy prosecutor and hosted a popular radio talk show for two decades. He argues uh, and accuses Buckingham of ignoring victims' needs in several murder cases, cases in which Buckingham said the crime happened in another jurisdiction. I've got the energy left to do it. I've got a lot of experience in, in the past, I've, and my, um, I don't want to say connections, but I've, I've networked with the very finest of, of police agencies and, and fine lawyers and, and uh, prosecutors around the state. I don't, have to, I don't have to chase them down to get them to talk oh. to me. We're close friends. With no Democrats running, this primary will effectively decide the election. In Johnson County, the Republican primary for prosecutor pits the current prosecutor, Joseph Villanueva, against a former holder of the office, Lance Hamner. Villanueva took the office in 2019 when then-prosecutor Brad Cooper was convicted in a domestic abuse case and resigned. Eight school districts statewide will ask voters to approve tax hikes. They're split into two issues, funding construction projects and paying for operating costs. Lebanon schools are asking for both. School leaders want to renovate all six buildings in the district and build a new elementary school. They say Perryworth Elementary is too small for the 360 students enrolled. That would not come from a tax increase. Leaders want voters to approve a continuation of a current tax. The other question would raise taxes by adding an operating expense levy for eight years. It would cost the average homeowner in Boone County about $200 more a year in property taxes. Lebanon school leaders also want to put a STEM teacher in every elementary school. There are also construction referendums in Vigo County and in Franklin Township in Marion County, where school leaders want to expand and repair Franklin Central High School. Operating referendums include Perry Township, which is asking for a renewal of a measure that helps pay for teachers, buses, and a STEM program. The president of the Indianapolis City County Council is touting a rare political feat, redistricting that got support from both sides of the aisle. The council voted 22 to 3 to approve changes that include putting all of Irvington and Fountain Square into single districts. The new maps also shift one seat farther south. Vaposley sent us a statement after the vote writing, For the first time in our city's history, the Indianapolis City County Council has passed new council district maps with wide bipartisan support, the culmination of a process that put the public first in our city's redistricting process. The new maps go into effect on January 1st of 2023. And a first for high school sports in Indiana. Boys volleyball and girls wrestling are a step closer to being recognized as sports. The IHSAA says its board of directors voted unanimously yesterday to add both to its emerging sport process. The organization will now create rule books for both sports. It will also hold coaches meetings to go over those rules. The IHSAA says half of its participating schools statewide must offer the sports for them to be officially recognized and get a sponsored state tournament. Victory Field says it's working with IMPD to find who's responsible for nearly two dozen car break-ins. IMPD confirms someone broke into at least 23 cars at Victory Field between Saturday and Sunday. A police report shows about $7,500 in cash, guns, Social Security numbers, and an Indiana National Guard uniform were all stolen. No parking attendants were at Victory Field this last weekend because the Indians were on the road. And be aware the ticket office lot is not gated. Police issue an arrest warrant for an Alabama corrections official accused of helping an inmate escape. 
Lauderdale County, Alabama officials say Vicki White was last seen Friday as she was taking Casey White for a mental health evaluation. However, officials say he wasn't scheduled for one. The local sheriff says Vicki White was known as an exemplary employee with an unblemished record, and despite the same last name, authorities say the two are not related. Authorities expect a wildfire in northeastern New Mexico to keep growing, putting it on track to be one of the largest in state history. Fire crews report it is the largest wildfire in the country right now. Officials are warning dozens of communities to evacuate. The state says the fire has burned more than 120,000 acres since it started two weeks ago. Severe storms are rolling through other states. The overnight hours saw parts of Oklahoma, Kansas, and Arkansas under tornado watches and warnings. Video near Oklahoma City shows the dark skies and clouds. Our Storm Track 8 team says heavy rain and severe weather will likely continue into that region today. Whole Milk wins the first race of the month at Indianapolis Motor Speedway. The Dairy Association's annual list of driver preferences is out. The group asks the drivers what they want if they make it to victory lane. Of the 32 drivers polled, 25 chose Whole Milk, 6 drivers selected 2%, nobody chose Skim, Juan Pablo Montoya said no preference among the options, but said he'd like chocolate. Three other drivers echo the chocolate choice. Ed Carpenter repeated his traditional wish that they would offer buttermilk, the drink that started the tradition with Louis Meyer's three wins in the 30s. This has been your News 8 Daily 8 for Wish TV. I'm Kylie Conway. Online at wishtv.com and follow us on Facebook when you search Wish TV. This is the News 8 Daily 8 podcast with Wish TV's Kylie Conway. A Wish TV News 8 update on demand. For even more, on demand and on the go, connect with Wish TV on Facebook at wishtv.com and on the free Wish TV mobile app. Thank you for listening. And be sure to like, subscribe, and follow this podcast for updates every weekday morning on the All Indiana Podcast Network and wherever you get your podcasts.